0: I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Spender, and Dean. We're gonna engage with our minds and our hearts. We're gonna exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always gonna get it right. And sometimes you're not gonna agree with us, but that's okay because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys Podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys Podcast. My name is Dean, joined once again by two fellow Enjoys of the AFL, James Massa, George Svender, How's it going, guys?
1: I'm not an enjoyer of the AFL, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just start the pot off on the right tone. Uh. I hate my team and my life. <laughs> <laughs> George, you, uh. I was a
0: bit worried about you, mate. You've MIA from all group chats since Friday night.
1: Yeah. What, what did you guys think
2: when you just started sending stuff and there was no response? I thought like, I don't know, maybe this guy, like surely he's not going out, you don't go out. No, so I it's just like, <laughs> he's just not a, there's no fault. I was ready
0: to call triple zero, get a welfare check, like I wasn't sure was Honestly, going I okay. could
2: have used it actually, <laughs> I probably could have used it. Uh, next time, next time.
0: Oh man, yeah, it's been, I can understand why it's been a rough week, we'll get into it. Um, before we did get into the rest of the pod though, I did want to just mention 100 subs, George will race Bo McCreary, we're getting really close now. He was looking yeah. quick today, by the way. He was. He's, he's been training,
1: you reckon? Yeah. I should probably start moving. You
2: probably should. Matt says
1: I don't leave the house. I should probably leave it, for, leave it for some exercise or
2: something. A little bit. At least warm up the hamstrings. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they've been a bit tight, apparently. They have been, been. been. He's made claims. So, word what, yeah. what, what around town is dead. We'll make time. it happen. Yeah. Yeah,
0: we're almost there. So, yeah, hit the sub button if you haven't already. Um, and what we wanted to do today actually was get into some listener questions. So, thanks very much for everyone that sent those through. Uh, we had a couple questions from John Lev. So, shout out to John, big friend of the pod. He Absolutely. Is. Um, fellow enjoyer Johnny Lev yeah. yeah he's a fellow enjoyer of the AFL so he says should players have names on their shirts well, on the back of their shirts I assume
2: uh, I'm going to go with a yes uh, I like being that we're we're soccer fans so we kind of like seeing you know, the names on the back of the uh, on the uh, jerseys bit of a personal touch you know add something to it NBA as well NBA oh, yeah, they do the name. of course they do mm-hmm. names as well yeah Um, I reckon the players can choose what they put on the back as well, maybe, you know, maybe do some nicknames, AFL-approved nicknames and stuff. I think it's a good idea. What about you, George?
1: uh, I'm impartial to it, but I'd probably say no. Why is that? Well, I think you want, you know, if you know the person by number, right, you're almost rewarding loyalty or fans (laughs) that they know. I guess it makes it harder for people to get into the game, but stuff them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <This> doesn't <dude. laughs> want the growth of the game at all he's you can like, tell nah. I'm angry this podcast <laughs> he's throwing
0: throwing hooks five minutes in oh, no, I uh, like it I
1: like it Georgie <laughs> no <Nah>, look <laughs> I, honestly I don't I don't mind I've never really thought of it uh, mm-hmm. they do it for the training jerseys don't they yeah not-
0: Collingwood had some training jersey before the game today and I quite liked it I don't know I think yeah you can easily identify who the players are if they change their number Just all the more reason for the AFL to make some money off another jersey
2: sale. Yeah, true. I guess the um, only thing is like, say if you bought like, I don't know, a 35-day cost jersey, right? And then he doesn't have that number anymore, which is not going to happen. Then the next season, you know, um, like say he has the name. That's a good point, the longevity. Yeah, because it has the name and the number and then all of a sudden he's changed number and you've got a new guy with that jersey. It's kind of a bit, you know, But also
0: could improve the value. Like NBA, again, I'll reference the NBA. There's a different market for like rookie cards like you would know matter. Yeah, um,
2: or even like different jersey numbers like Kobe 8 yeah and 24, Kobe so 8, and was it LeBron 6
0: LeBron 23 to 6 so
2: yeah yeah no that's fair that's fair
0: cool actually you know yeah. they can do it they're massive superstars mm. of you know, global sports really I think the AFL can <laughs> deal yeah. with Dacos maybe changing his number from 35 it, it is cool
1: though when you see when you go to the footing you see like an old jersey and it's like got a number 2 and you're like is that Andrew Walker or oh, Andrew Walker was number 1 who was number 2 whoever it was or was that Patty down now. You know, you hey. don't know. You don't know. I'm
0: sure there's heaps of patty <laughs> <Yeah, paddy> down
2: Yeah, <laughs> I was going here's another one, right? Maybe even Jersey retirements. Would Ooh. that I think I don't think it would work because there's just so many players in an AFL system. But like someone was really, really good, retire the jersey number. Like say Boomer Harvey twenty nine, retire jersey number. But then I it's know. also like a
0: nice moment when he gave his jersey to Will Phillips. You know, it's it's True, kind of nice. true. So
2: Passing of the torch.
0: Yeah. yeah it can go both ways though. Yeah. I get yeah. the point. Good um, question from Johnny. Yeah, um, excellent question. He had another one actually as well. So, this is a bit of a funny one. If you could play in any AFL era, which would it be? And then follow-up question, who would you beat up? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I, look, my, my first thought is I'd play now. And I would fight Caleb Daniel because I think there's a chance I'd win. <laughs> like not like because we're kind of the same size. I might be a bit. He's taller. taken down Darcy and Max Gorn, mate. He it's slung them both. both. Hey, well then you know it's it'll be a nice little underdog story for me to get him. You know what I mean? Like I like him, Martin. yeah. Like would you wear a helmet as well? Uh, no, no, not needed. Not needed, <laughs> not needed, man, <laughs> man. Come on, what do you think I am, man? Um, yeah, my that's, that's my answer. That. What about you, George? Uh, well,
1: I saw that question and I just went to when Carlton was successful. Okay. So, they got the three-peat in 1906, 1907, and 1908. Wow. <laughs> so, and then they won another flag in 1914 and 1915. So, I reckon… So, who are you fighting from that era? That's right. I'm, I'm fighting in World War I. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's what I'm fighting. So, so I win a couple oh of God. flags. Uh, you know, I developed my body. Then, 1914, 1915, I win another two flags. <laughs> then, I fight I fight for the Anzacs. Hey, that's,
2: I don't think that… Wait, that Was
1: was that the Anzacs? World War I? Yeah. I think it was
2: two. Uh, this isn't a history pod, anyway. so we don't know. We'll, <laughs> well, we'll, wait, we'll wait, get back to you. it No.
1: I thought Anzac was just World One, I think.
2: That's one. Gallipoli. Ah, uh, oh, I don't know. Obviously, I know nothing about history, but there you go. There
0: you go. Oh, that's funny, George. That's good. Mate, three-peated in 05... Oh, oh 4, oh, 05, oh, 06. No, 06, 07, 06, 07, 08. 06, 07, 08. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then they won... There's like three teams in the league. How funny is it
1: How funny is it that they won in 14 and 15 during World War One, Like... Everyone's out fighting, they're like, oh, we'll just kick a couple of goals while they're not looking. <laughs> that's it. Plastic cup, uh. plastic
0: club. Um, I was thinking about it. I think I'd go early noughties. That's when I sort of really started enjoying the AFL. And then similar to Matzah, I thought, who could I take on from that era? Oh, I decided on Cade Simpson. Oh. A <laughs> <laughs> hey, fickle man. Similar was... build, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might have a few centimetres of height on him. So. Oh, no. It's really, you reckon?
2: No, he was pretty tiring. He was I'm 178. Is he taller What's, than me. He's Pierre. He needs to be six, foot, six one. Yeah. Okay. I don't, he don't wasn't think he, he was not short. Six foot, Kate Simpson. Really? I don't think he was short. I he was just think, skinny. Yeah. I don't think he's that short, man. Yeah. Oh, I might be in trouble then. Yeah, nah. <laughs> but no. But nothing is a good shout, though. Like, because otherwise, there's not really any smaller. Matthew Lappin, maybe. Can I change it to him? Skinny. Yeah. Or skinny Lappin?
1: <laughs>
0: just give me a skinny boy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh good, All right, a bit of fun
0: there. Now, a bit more serious news: Damian Hardwick um, left during the week. So he, I think he quit the day after we recorded. So we couldn't talk about it last week.
2: Yeah, man, they time they time put in news so badly, man. Like, come on, man. I know.
0: Break the news when we're recording. Man. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Can um, you
2: imagine live news on the pod, like Damian Barrett. Just you know, that'd, that'd be, be
0: cool. cool. We'll have Damian Barrett on, though. Big friend yeah, of the pod. Yeah, true, man,
1: so, true. Um, if but if yeah. he
2: says that it's probably not real, mate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he'll, true. He'll, have you seen the photo with him and his dog? No, so we're gonna, there's a photo of him on his couch, you know, with a beer, watching the game. Oh, he has this Sorry, huge yeah. like like golden retriever. We're gonna have to have the golden retriever on as yeah, well. Yeah, you can sit next to me. That's <laughs> it, man. Dino, the lover of animals, dog, dog lover, dog, dog lover. He wouldn't have liked watching his te- watching his
1: ex team play though. Yeah, no. yeah, We'll talk about them specifically. I would have done this. Bit. I would have done that. Surely,
0: maybe. Well, they weren't doing too well while he was there, anyways. But what do you guys make of Richmond's outlook now that he's gone? Do you think he will coach again
1: this year, next year, at all? I think he'll coach again. He's not that old. He's mm. got to do something with his life, right? That's what he's been sure. doing for thirteen years. So unless he's got something in his mind that, you know, you know, he really wants to do, I think
2: he'll get the itch again. Mm. Maybe he can take over Carlton's job when Vos- I was going to say, man. <laughs> yeah, and no, I think yeah, I was I was going to say as well. Yeah, we're all uh, all, we're ready to go, get onto it. We're all ready to you know, well, get speaking on the Voss Vos the Carlton. Our, our
0: good friend John Lev had another question. We might as well mention it now. Yeah, Voss out. Surely his days are numbered.
2: I agree. I agree, man. It's not working.
0: So if Vossi gets the sack, let's say, and then you instantly hire three-time premiership coach Damian Hardwick, you mean to tell me you wouldn't be happy?
1: Well, I like Damian Hardwick because he's, he's honest. Mm. It, like, you know, he doesn't fluff around. So I like that in the coach because Carlton hasn't had that for a couple of years where they just kind of say what they feel. Like if, if they were bad, yeah, we'll shit. Yeah, Crips can't kick. Like you might say something like that, which is kind of refreshing. Mm. But uh, I don't think Voss will leave, to be honest with you.
0: Fair enough. Well, seeing as though we're on the Carlton subject now. <coughs> talk to me, George. You, like I said, you did go MIA from all chats Friday night. I was worried about you.
2: Yeah, no way you were watching this game. No way.
0: I think he was. Well, watching the Carlton game. No. Friday night, what else?
2: You actually on. put your yourself th- through that. I uh, I thought about turning it off. I didn't.
1: I'm telling you now, if this Bravo. podcast didn't exist, I would not watch footy for the rest of the year. I'm so over <laughs> it, man. My supercoach team sucks. My actual team sucks. It's just, I'm just, I'm sick of it, man. I'm honestly sick of losing. It's just ridiculous. Draft what, what, team. What? Draft team's gone all right, man. Yeah, but I lost this week. But the thing is like, <laughs> we expected some proper things from, from Carlton this year. It's just, they haven't just been mediocre, but they're a bottom five team. They've been,
0: wor- yeah, that's the thing. They're not being the same or slightly better. was
1: Carlton in there with, North Melbourne and Hawks. Like how? Bro, how? Yeah, I don't know. You tell me, man. What's
0: going on? Mm.
1: Uh, I thought about it and I realized that actually Carlton has a good plan, not a bad plan. They Mm. just haven't told the footy world about it. So, what they're doing, right, is they're tanking for Harley Reid as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're joining in. Hey, back think, off his house. They think they could win a flag <laughs> next year with Harley in the team. Oh, my gosh. But they just haven't told you know, in the annual report that they intend to lose every game this year. You so could
0: really use him, to be honest. He's got that X-factor forward of the ball.
1: I, I don't know what we need, man. If, well, you are, if you're looking for expert analysis, um, I've got one for Ma- Michael Voss. Um, Bommet Longmore. <laughs> Bommet Longmore, wow. Yeah, more. Even more.
0: Well, you know what, Our, another good friend of the pod, Johnny Capp, sends in a question saying, what would you do to fix Carlton? So you, what is your honest thoughts of what needs to change? And I'll give my thoughts in a moment, but mm. something clearly is wrong. You're not scoring. You're beating teams that are low on the ladder lately. Like just West Coast lately. You beat North. West Coast and North. Lately, uh, since the first two rounds where yeah. you drew and beat Geelong. Yeah. That's and, did, right? and that was not really easy. So what's going on? Like, what would you do to fix it?
1: Look, it's not obvious because the, Michael Voss and his team are professionals that do this day in, day out. So, you know, the, there has to be something deeper than just, you know, hit your targets. But sometimes it isn't. Now, a lot of the, the rhetoric has been about, you know, Carlton missing points and if they had been more efficient in front of a goal, then maybe they would have won. But I don't like buying into that because what I would like to see is a method or a game style that makes you excited and you feel like has the potential to win. And that's just not what Carlton's doing at the moment. I said before, bomb it long. All they're, I think they're the most predictable team in the competition at the moment, Carlton. They kind of build the ball up from the back line with some kicks. They'll turn it over and it'll go the other way. If it doesn't, they'll get to about the wing or the half forward line and they'll just bomb it to Charlie and expect him to take a mark on four people. And he's pretty good and sometimes he does it. Right? But most of the time he doesn't because he's not God. right? And the thing about Sydney is they have all these injuries in the back line and they still, Carlton still couldn't get marks. Like They're trying to expose the weak back lines of Sydney and they're not because they're building it up so slowly and so predictably that the whole Sydney uh, team gets into the, back, into the forward line for Carlton and makes it so congested that no one can take a mark there.
0: It's actually crazy how you only scored 51 points against that Sydney From defense. 50 inside 50s.
1: So yeah, it's, 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 there's there's no ball. method, and then I'm sure if we looked at some some replays, we'd find that you know they could have taken the shorter option, but they didn't. They could have hit the player on the fifty, but they didn't. If you're playing against Carlton, you know that they're going against they're going for Kerno or Mackay. You know that you don't even have to watch the ball. Oh, oh they're getting closer to fifty. All right, where's Kerno? All right, target him. That's it. Like, how is this professional football, man? Yeah. So I would probably fix you know maybe look at some other options but just I don't know there's, there's so many things that have gone wrong man it's, it's,
2: it's wild I was to say speaking of wild Mackay's kicking as Oof. well like I feel I, I don't like harping on it but like it's bad it's like, shocking is there a, here's a bit of a I don't know if this is a bit you know amateurish of me to say but swap him and Wietering I was just Harry,
0: thinking that as soon as you mentioned it
2: because Harry Mackay is brother of Ben Mackay apparently and um, Ben Mackay's a pretty good defender and he can't Even, kick either, let's be yeah, fair. Yeah, exactly. So, and Wiedering, at least he can create a contest and probably not shank it every time he has a set shot. Look, I I think it's a reactionary move and it's kind of like
1: giving up. Like Let's not forget, Harry Mackay is a common medalist, right? He's got the yips this year, right? But in a, his history, he hasn't been a bad kick. He did start doing the snapping around the body over the last couple of years. It hasn't been a total disaster. It's a disaster this year, but I think the other point I had and Matsu kind of led into it is... Harry Mackay has got this confidence issue, but I think Carlton as a club has a confidence issue and they just can't handle the pressure. So there's pressure on Carlton this year to play finals and finally take that next step that they failed to do last year. And they, it's, it's almost like any pressure on them kills them. And it's like a cl- it must be a club-wide thing. They're not winners, they're losers. Hmm. Cripps, Doherty are losers. Mark Murphy, Bryce Gibbs, Cruiser Simpson, losers. They've been losers for 20 years. These guys don't know how to win. And there's, some, there's something deeper that does not allow this team to win. And that's why you say Voss out. What's Voss out going to do, man? Bring in Hardwick, you'll burn him. Bring in Clarkson, you'll burn him. But at the same time, all right, if swapping the coach doesn't make a difference, fine. But then again, how can it not be coaching when the method is so poor? And we've seen what Carlton can do. We we've seen what Cripps can do. Last year, he won the Brownlee. It was amazing. Wittering has been the most solid defender all his career. Now he's turning the ball over every two seconds. They're just Harry Mackay's a common medalist They can't kick even like can't even remotely get near the goal. Like the, the players are falling apart. And I, it's a, it must be a culture, confidence, coaching, and something higher, something that surrounds the board of. Maybe it's something to do with the fact that Carlton looks at things more in a business way and less in a football way or something.
0: I don't know, man, but what you just said there was a losing culture. I think that's where, and obviously it's a situation that's been thrust upon us with Hardwick being available as a coach, but that guy's won three premierships. So you'd think if that's part of the problem, having that losing culture, at least if that was to happen now, end of the year, at least that's maybe showing some intent to try and bring in more of a winning culture.
2: And he would have recruiting pool as well. Yeah. Let's be fair. Like you can be like, hey, um, I'm trying to think, who's a Richmond player who's maybe on the fringes a little bit? I don't know. Let's say uh Jack Ross or something. You've played in this winning system, come down, or um, I don't know. Uh, Baker. Let's give you, you know, we're gonna give you a consistent role here. We're not gonna just be moving you around every week. Just from other Stuff clubs like as well. well. I mean I, he's I,
0: recruited I, well, like Tom Lynch, Toronto, Hopper, like yeah. if you need a hole, if there's a hole in the team, you need to fill it. I'm sure he would have better pulling power. If
2: if Hardwick was at Carlton, Taranto probably would have gone there instead of Richmond. I'm pretty sure you guys had interest in him, didn't you? I don't know. Maybe that was – actually, that might have been a few years ago, but anyway. Whatever the case is, I think there might have to be a little bit of a a minor rebuild again to Mm. kind
1: of flush out some of these players that look like they're good on paper but aren't like McGovern, Jack Martin, Fisher, you know. I I didn't expect you to say Fisher because you love Fisher. Who else? Who else is a good example? These type of players that, you know, have the potential but never, never, ever show it. Well, you know, you've been in the system for how long? Go away.
0: Yeah, it's a bit crazy, man. I saw this one post from Seven um, AFL on Facebook and some of the scores, like total scores of the team, compared to the inside 50 count, is absolutely mind-blowing. Just as a few examples, so from round five uh, onwards, so round five, you won the inside 50 count against the Crows and you lost by what was it, 56 points. You, again, only had a few less inside 50 versus the Saints, lost by three or four goals. Uh, against the Lions, same inside 50s, lost by th- three or four goals. Doggies, same inside 50s, lost by 20 points. Magpies, same inside 50s, lost by 30-odd points. Swans, beat them in the inside 50s, lost. And you're scoring about 50 to 70 points in these games. That's, like, yeah, that's you can't game. score the ball.
1: That's and bad. our score from stoppages like that is is low. So if we're winning contested ball, which we can still do, they're not scoring. They did that last year. They were high from that. And, you know, midfielders like Cripps. Cripps kicked like 23 goals last year. Yeah, I think he's kicked one. Walsh, mm. Walsh is fine. He's kicked a couple of goals. He's, ha- he's only been back for a couple of weeks. All of the other midfielders, Hewitt, Chera, Kennedy, how many goals have they scored? So they're not getting scores from midfielders. Mm. Then our forwards, other than Kerno, because Kerno's elite, um, he, he, he's just making things happen because out of pure talent, not out of system. And he did that last year. None of our smalls get involved. They're never at the drop of a ball. Mm. And there's nothing is right about this team. Well,
0: midfielders score goals when A, they work hard to get in the 50 and B, the team as a whole philosophy lowers the eyes and hits the easy target. So, you're obviously not doing either of those things. Um, anyway, it's pretty bleak, mate. We should touch on the Swans just briefly. I mean, big win considering they're up against it, trying to make the eight, lots of injuries. Um I was watching the end of the game and it didn't look like they did anything special though. Carlton was just really bad. Um, And they just punished you with a few goals, pulled
2: away... Can I just give flowers to Blakey for that yeah. crazy run through the middle of the ground. Nick Blakey, yeah, of course. Yeah, we can I'm sure Blakey that was on your notes, man. Like, of course, we can give flowers to Nick Blakey. Yeah, no, nah. flowers to Nick Blakey. The way he ran through and you know that weird running style of his, and <laughs> that's some of the that's some of the greatest stuff to watch, man. It's so entertaining. I don't know so how he we... doesn't tip over. <laughs> I don't know either. Man. I don't know. How tip oh
1: over. man, there's something about Carlton and playing the defenders on the opposite team into form. But massive intercept game from him. He was pretty. He was pretty insane. Oh. He was out marking McKay. It's bad. Yeah,
2: I do just want. Uh, yeah. to go and I, was, I think that's probably part of he, it's him being able to play not as a key defender and just roaming a bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, I think his role got a bit better since uh, Malikan came in, so that yeah. helped him out. I reckon a, a bit. So,
0: absolutely. Um, I did want to mention as well. Just rewind back to when Carlton and North played, and obviously, I was especially pretty angry about how I thought we lost. You know, the umpires, all that stuff. But specifically, if you recall. I was very unhappy at the Carlton supporters singing the theme song outside Southern Cross while well after the game. And I said in that moment, Flashback. Carlton fans singing their Carlton theme song while well outside the stadium on the way to Southern Cross. Mate, turn it up. Come on, you beat North Melbourne in round four. I know, settle down. Settle down. End
2: of flashback. Here we go. Yeah, no, I feel like I remember you saying some pretty, you had some choice words. It was I kinda did, like, you but know, but specifically
0: that annoyed me. <laughs> Yeah, no. fair enough. Man. That was sort of I mean, like we were in a prelim,
1: mate. That annoyed Come you down.
2: because you guys lost. That's what
1: that's why I annoyed you. There's nothing wrong with hey, singing the song. It hasn't happened since, mate. You it know what it was? Since. There's nothing was... wrong with singing uh, the song after you win. Not no, outside the I just Cross. remember I just... it
2: ends there. It ends outside S- the stadium. Southern Cross that's is it. the is the stadium. No. Nah. nah, nah, man. nah. It it was, when it's the, the fact that the dude started singing like half a meter from me. And that's <laughs> punching distance, man. Like that 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 got me so angry. He
1: wanted you to join in. He knows you've got pipes. That's why.
2: True, I do have pipes, but, you know.
0: Anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in yeah.
1: there.
2: That's, um, uh, I was going to say, Carlton fans a got bit ahead of, ahead of, of AFL them. enjoys that out of context. Yeah, hey, they got ahead yeah, of themselves. Pipes. <laughs> nice pipes, Tamika.
1: <to> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, good. All right. We'll put you out of your misery, George, and we'll move on to the next game, where the Hawks,
2: with hey. a massive upset... In the last quarter against the Saints, and that was my NAW. No. Oh, it was. Dude, That sure record was. is terrible, man. I know. I'm. I'm I might retire it. Actually, <laughs> not gonna lie. And, you know, since since I'm mentioning the no, there was a question from um, one of our another mate of the pod, friend of the pod, Nick Tuzidi. Um So Nick Tuzi asked what the origin of it was of NAW no. and what it was was at one stage was it no? It was a, it was an interview with Kevin Garnett. He was a very charismatic basketballer, in my opinion. Dude's hilarious. Great trash talker. He said it during like a post-game interview where someone asked him a question. He's like, you know, that's a no. You know, he said something <laughs> like that. And I never planned to do it, but it just, it came out. There was something that, it was during the tips. It was Brisbane and, Brisbane and West and Western Bulldogs, I think. It just yep. it just came out. It was just, you know, the, um, I just, I felt the there Kevin you go. Darnett The origins vibes. of the North. Yeah, I, I might retire it though I'm kind of over it <laughs> like, I don't know We'll see how we go um, Fair enough man yeah. Anyway On to Hawks man
0: Yeah well squad. I'll tell you what Those guys We've been saying it for a while They've been losing games But not losing any admirers Because they're trying to play the right way Young team <laughs> They're pretty tough Across the board mm-hmm. And they were in the game Against the Saints For the most part and You thought Mate, at that
1: the would, end They were actually winning Around the, the whole ground They just weren't putting the pressure on the scoreboard. Exactly right. Like and then Rossline even said that the Hawks had that game. They won that game. Like, yeah. he, he thought that if the Saints were going to win that, they would have pinched it. Mm. So they had all the run and then they finally able to put on the goals at the end.
0: What was crazy to me, specifically at the end of the game, Kilda just sat back and sort of invited the pressure even more than they usually do. And it, to me, just looked like they were waiting for Hawthorne to punish them. And credit to Hawthorne. They weren't just blazing away deep inside 50 entries. They were lowering the eyes, hitting targets. Um, fully, fully deserved their win. They were great.
2: Sort of vindicates my statement of saying that Saints, they're not contenders a few weeks yeah. ago. Because they're just... They don't, um, they don't punish teams. They don't have attacking flair or anything. It's just... They just absorb and then counter-attack. And you can't do that for the whole year. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, credit to the Hawks, man. That's a young team who... They knew they had to rebuild and they've come out and, you know, they've just, I don't know, it's, it's, good. it's just good to see. It's good to see a young team who, you know, know, they know where they're at and it's just like we've got to play the young guys and the young guys are stepping up. Well, let's not forget
1: how much pressure Sam Mitchell was on a couple of weeks into the season, like they'd never win a game. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's been, that was ridiculous. And, and, and they've, been, they've been competitive since. So, yep. you know, and they're led by their captain, Sisley. Your boys, my si- boy, Sicily. Sicily, man, flowers oh, for Sicily. Flowers everything for ran for Sicily. through Sicily. He's been playing like a bit looser over the last couple of weeks, right? Mm. And now he's just setting up all their chains. He was, he was insane
0: 42 disposals, 21 intercept possessions, 17 contested possessions, and 16 mm. marks,
2: and a week suspension. Hey anyway, we'll deal with that on super to, to top it off. Doesn't yeah, I know. No. Let's see. You, it, it, that's the complete Sicily game to get suspended uh, and be the, you know, the player of the round. But that's the I captain's
0: performance. It. You're right. And actually, good tie in to another question from a friend of the pod, Chris Michaels, who said, Where's Jack Steele this season? Chris, if you've watched the pod before, avid St. Kilda <laughs> fan, he's, he's a big St. Kilda man, and obviously. Yeah. Not happy in his captain, not leading. What did he have, 14 Mm. touches?
1: Yeah. No, he wasn't good. Missing.
0: Mm. Was was he missing more in action or was George since Friday night? That's what I want to (laughs) know. I reckon (laughs) it's about even, mate. About even.
1: What's Um, going on with him, though? He's fought a few injuries. Look, he was good last week, right? So, I mean, we don't want to be too reactive week by week. Uh, Then we'll become like Kane Corns and the rest of the media. But (laughs) uh, I think that he hasn't quite hit his stripes of consistent football that he could... Could be. I mean, Jackson Sinclair is a bit the same. We lauded him last week; he was insane, but this week he was quite poor. So they weren't really firing in the midfield.
2: Those two boys. Mm. I think maybe it's. Um, did they get good service from Marshall? I don't know. How did he go? Because he they a he came he came across two really strong ruckmen in Reeves and um, and Meek. They're pretty. They're very competitive, and you know they wouldn't have been getting probably as easy as service. I would have thought. But in saying that, you can't be going from week to week. Good performance, bad performance, good performance, bad performance. Um, you need to get a bit more consistency when you're an all-Australian caliber player. Yeah. I mean, the buy's is probably going to help him now they've
1: got the Saints have the buy this week. So yeah, true. He needs a rest. I think hopefully he can come back and be strong.
0: I think the fear of St. Kilda fans as well is that last year they also started very well and then fell off. Obviously, different coach, bunch of different players, different circumstances, but it's probably... In the minds of at least the St Kilda fans, yeah, are
2: they are they going to make finals? It's pretty competitive. You can't moment.
0: be losing a game like this and no.
2: expect finals. Maybe they can, but because I was I was watching um, one of the footy shows and Kane Corns, our our boy, he went, you know, he said they're not making finals this year. I'm like, well, then if he whoa, says that, they must make finals. They, then, so. I know. I hope they do now. Seriously, just you know, <laughs> another another reason to you know. Another time we can prove Kane corn's wrong. Fair so, enough, man. Yeah. Um, did want to mention as well,
0: uh, Luke Bruce, great player. One yeah. goal off 500 goals for his yeah. career. So, um, hope he gets it next week. should mm. be a big milestone for him.
2: Actually, a little thing before we move on from Hawthorne though. Their social media, TikTok, YouTube shorts type of stuff is fantastic as well. Oh, really? It's what like, do they do? They just do videos where they, you know… They had one the other day where it was like they put a bunch of chocolates next to a camera, and they wanted to see which players would be cheeky and grab it, you know, grab a chocolate because <laughs> they're not meant to, you know. I'm like, you know, this this stuff's funny, you know what I mean? Like, um, they do that. Collingwood do that. I, I like that. You, you know, know who also
1: I've seen North Melbourne do like the really good debut reveals. Yes, yeah, that's yes. really good. They're too, really random as yeah. well. Though. Yeah,
2: they they are. Like, was <laughs> it uh, Brayden George? You know, roaming Brayden, yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And yeah. The thing I do like with North, they get former players to give the jerseys to mm-hmm. players when you know when they make their debuts as yeah, well yeah. so it's yeah nah i like that stuff you know it sort of humanizes the game a bit more you know these people you know these athletes become you know um just regular people i you know? think
1: it works when your teams are winning but if carlton was to start pulling that stuff <laughs> we, <we'd be> like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like focus on, the, on your footy mate <laughs> get on the field you know so it's, it's one of those balance like they, they can't be caught dead doing that stuff at yeah fair enough
0: um, okay next game D's v Frio, the Luke Jackson Cup. I'll tell Mate. you what, Frio's on a roll, boys.
1: They're killing it, man. They they won um, round eleven last year against Melbourne to break Melbourne's winning streak at the MCG, and okay. they've done it again this year. So that was the game last year that announced Frio as a like a potential top four team. Mm. That they, they didn't get there, but they were pretty strong, right? And now it's kind of almost symbolic that they've done it again, and Frio are back, back in the eight back into contention, back into talking. Oh, these guys are actually not bad. So, I don't know, Melbourne, Melbourne's their barometer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think it's good for them because like, it's not the experienced guys. They don't, really, they don't really have many experienced guys to, like, to lead. It's like, Fife, Alex Pierce, they're the older guys and then all the good players are like below 25, I'd say. Brayshaw, Jackson, Darcy, um, Sarong. It's just, man, they've done the rebuild Right. The, the giant pit. miss is starting to perform a little bit as well. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Good. His confidence is right up. There was a goal. I believe it was in the last quarter. Really opportunistic. Ball just fell to him. Threw it right on the boot. Snapped it in. That's when you know a forward's got his confidence up, and they don't even need to cite the goals.
1: Yeah, I like seeing Luke. I mean, disappointed that Sean Darcy got injured. He's a good rockman, but um, having uh, Luke Jackson in the rock
2: just makes it so clear that he's a rockman, not a forward. Yeah, you know, definitely. He's definitely more of a ruckman than a Ford, but I think he could possibly play a bit of like just inside mid because the way he moves, he's such he's but such a fluid player. He's got like, like a knickknap vibe, kind
1: of. Yeah, you know, he'll 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 kind of follow up his his own tap in a way because mm-hmm. he had eight clearances as a ruckman. That's huge. Yeah. So you know, he kind of he, he had the m- mobility advantage over uh, Gorn and Grundy. Mm-hmm. I, I would say he had more of an impact in the ruck versus both of those players. Mm-hmm. Because of the way he plays. And I think that even in the grand final that Melbourne won, um, in that little patch where Melbourne kicked three goals in 30 seconds, it was Luke Jackson in the ruck being another midfielder that actually gave him the advantage. So I think that's where he sits. So I kind of get the, the, the idea that Darcy and Jackson both, maybe that their chemistry isn't as good because I think Jackson playing majority
2: ruck will advantage for her more. Mm. I think having both is just it, it just gives them more versatility I think I think, you, I think you, if if the choice was to trade one and let's say for Sean Darcy you get a pick and a decent player I, would you do it or no? I probably would I don't I don't know if I would because I think that those type of players you don't get many of them and if and in this case one goes down you need the other one to step up It yeah. gives a huge advantage you know when you have a dominant ruck
0: Depends how good Jackson gets. If he does become that extra midfielder, greater ground level, greater around the ground, tap and like all around her essentially, Think, yeah. then you do it.
1: Think yeah. about how meaningful, like really good clearances are in this, this game. Like there's, there's a difference between getting like throwing the ball on your boot and just getting it forward or, you know, a meaningful, oh, I've got a tap, handball to the player out straight into, inside the 50. So if, if he's allowing you to get really meaningful clearances out and, you know, instead he's playing... Only 30% rock and 70% forward. If you bump up those numbers by 30%, and you're 60% rock or 70% rock, mm. surely the advantage in the midfield becomes more clear. But at mm. the same time,
2: Darcy's a pretty strong ruckman as well. So I don't know. Uh, he's probably probably one of the what top three rucks. Yeah, I'd say top in the three. league right now. Yeah. So
0: fair enough. And just on Melbourne, real quick, I want to ask the question to you two. I know Melbourne's a good team, and we can all agree that they are. But I'm talking specifically finals chance. Are these guys pretenders?
2: No, no, no. They, they. I'm pretty sure they had more like scoring shots than what Freo did. So they did. They kicked themselves out of the game. That doesn't take away from what Freo did because you got to be there and you got to you know kick the winning score. But um, yeah, I don't think I. I wouldn't be panicking too much if I was Melbourne. Like I, I, I think Melbourne need all of their
1: good players in, and most uh, all teams need their best players, right? But yeah. having Oliver out is a, is a big thing for them because it it doesn't allow Petrarca to play the same type of role if you've got both of the, both of them in the midfield he's cha- he's the best one of the best midfielders in the comp mm. you take him out it makes a big difference and that's one thing that melbourne's been able to get right over the last couple of years is they haven't had major injuries to oliver Petrarca, um gorn gorn has had injuries but they usually have not, not in their like s- successful period like yeah, i'm talking yeah. like last year year before yeah they've they've kept that core and they just haven't been they've been immovable so anytime you remove oliver they they get affected
0: obviously yeah I agree the reason I bring it up is because I was looking at their wins lately and obviously they've lost this week, they lost last week in a tough one to Port Adelaide, that was a great game Um, and then before that they beat up on Hawthorne a little bit then they just beat the Suns and the Suns were good value in that game, they could have gone either way at the end Um, and then before that they beat up on North Melbourne fair enough Um, and then it was a pretty close win over Richmond so not that impressive, And Richmond's not been a great side this year And then we go a loss against Essendon. uh, Big win over the Eagles. And then there was that big win over Sydney who now we're looking at it like, okay, they're not actually anything special this year. That was back in round three. Close loss to the Lions. And then back in round one, a pretty convincing win over the Dogs. So it's not really any statement wins in there against good teams. So we'll have to see how they go heading into the final stages of the year where obviously form is most important. But um, yeah, I just thought I'd bring it up because you like to see those signs early in the year that a team means business. There's not really anything there of substance, but we'll see how they go.
2: Yeah, it's fair cool. That's well said. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough.
0: Um, next game was very interesting as well. I personally was very happy to see it. The Cats at GMHBA falling short. Yeah. Very short, to be honest.
1: Yeah, that's wild. Shout out to the seven supporters for GWS. <laughs> <Yeah. that went> <laughs> <laughs> they made a bit of noise. I heard them. Yeah. <laughs> That one family that popped in. That
2: that little speck of orange.
1: in there. Honestly, that's quite impressive, man. Making the trip Mm. all the way down, not just to Melbourne, but to Geelong. In a game that they should never win, but somehow did. Mm.
2: Shout out out again to those seven individuals. (laughs) (laughs) I think, you know, for for the milestone of Toby, I think you make your way down. Friend of the pod, Toby Green. Yeah, friend of the pod, Toby Green. And he killed it as well. Yeah, man. It was his game. That was his game. Um, Yeah. Actually, what's his name as well? Whitfield. He's actually playing all right now. Yeah. Last five weeks, it's like I'm not gonna say it's peak Whitfield, but at least he's you know creating um he's making himself useful, which he didn't do the first five rounds. Well, I've so. noticed it was actually since Isaac Cumming got injured. Yeah. He, he, you're right. and yeah.
0: Lockie Ash both have been much better. So maybe there was just a bit too much going on in that similar sort of role. Mm. Too many
2: mouths um, to feed maybe. in regards to kicks. Yeah, quite possibly.
0: Yeah. Um I think overall though, in this game, I was watching that one and the Giants, from the first minute to the end, were just all over the Cats, putting great pressure on. Um, and Geelong was way off it. They were bad. If it was a better side, the game would have been over at halftime, in my opinion. Giants just couldn't put them away for good. But, um, yeah, Geelong was sloppy, man. The midfielders, I mean, most of the uh, centre-bounds attendances were like Blitzarves, Atkins. Tanner Bruin. Tanner Bruin. It's, they, not, a, it's not, not a sexy midfield. Not good enough, no, man. They were poor, getting absolutely beat up around the ball. And then guys like Stuart played well doing his thing, but Radagalia got injured. De Koenig was just back from injury. He was poor. Mm. Guthr- Zach Guthrie, again, just poor. Like, there was something wrong with the way they were moving the ball and defending and just panicking. You don't often see that, especially at GMHBA.
1: Well, the, the interesting thing is we talk about, like, Geelong's injuries, but GWS had some key players out as well. Exactly. Josh Kelly out. Kelly, Haynes, a couple other names as well. Exactly. Uh, Himmelberg. Himmelberg. He yeah. can play defense. Yeah. So, mm. um, I think it's a tough win, man. And they were up by like 20 points in the last quarter. Mm. The Cats came and you think, oh, they're going to roll over them. But they didn't. They they yeah. bounced back. So, good on them, man. And there
0: was the, sort of like an entitlement from the, uh, the, the Cats crowd where they were just sort of silent, just waiting for the form to turn around, yeah. um, getting really sort of edgy. And it was just a really weird vibe at GMHBA. You could hear it over the TV. It's um,
1: it's a weird stadium to be like the opposition. Correct. Yeah, and the thing is, I think they had blocked off the seats behind the goals mm. for one of for for one of the sides. So yeah. if you kick a goal, it just bounces off the seats. It's, yeah, yeah, they're I renovating it. Yeah, it's not a nice stadium to be playing football at. It's
0: weird, man. Well, the Cuts have lost three in a row now. Yeah, which is crazy considering. Um, so Giants this week, then it was Tigers, and what was the other one? Um. Can't really remember like. now, but anyway,s they're, they don't um, have the depth it, they used f- was to.
2: Was it Freo?
1: Was that Freo that's yeah. right. Yeah, and that's it. They don't have the depth that they used to because they're not covering the players, right?
2: Mm. So, well, look, Dangerfield's been out for a while. Um, Joel Solwood obviously retired last year. Yeah. Those are that's that's their two best midfielders. Yeah. Even Joel Solwood in his last year, like, um, what's happened to the other guy, Cam Guthrie? Is he out as well? He's injured. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. I think that's their three best midfielders out. So, Interesting. yeah.
0: Well, they need someone to step up. I just wanted to shout out as well. Daniels and Riccardi for the Giants. We know Toby Green kicked four. He was fantastic. But these guys mm. kicking three each. So I just wanted to shout them
1: out. Mm, yeah, they took the opportunities. Um, There's also Cats' first club ever to field three
2: Irish players at the yes. same time. Yeah. Hey, O'Sheen looked all right, man. I think Is that how he says his name? His O'Se- first name? Like O'Sheen. Yeah. yeah, we'll just go with Mullen. Mullen looked all right, man. you got to think- do it with an accent. O'Sheen Mullen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh. Um, yeah, you look pretty good for a first game
0: uh, yeah. international player. Yeah.
2: Apparently apparently he's a superstar over there. I heard they called him Dakos the da- yeah, That's yeah. a bit of a stretch, <laughs> mate. Calm down. Yeah, pulling it's like they said pulling Nick Dakos out of the AFL and putting him in another code. That's that'd be r cause riots over at <laughs> Collingwood. <laughs> Eddie Maguire would lose his mind, and say, You can't take players out of you know AFL. you know, he'd go he'd go nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess we'll find out if they ever
0: do that international rules again we put Mullen in let's see how good he really is don't, don't, don't know
2: but he would play for play why for not he's an AFL player now but
0: he'd play for Ireland oh because it's Australia versus Ireland exactly You'd Oh, well, I could, we'll see it anyway
1: doesn't Australia always win those didn't not they used always. to always win I
2: don't no I don't oh. think so man Fletcher goals. <laughs> are you sure are you sure I thought we used to go over there and beat them I don't think it was like convincing wins. I think they used to beat us. About 50-50 pretty. from my memory. Yeah, but yeah. why should it be 50-50 when that's their game and we're just picking yeah. it up and just... Yeah. We had Dustin true, Fletcher true. in goals. Who did they have? Mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they, good on the Giants. They should bring that back, man. That that, that, was, that was lit, man. That was really good. Uh, I think, did Boomer win a... Did he win the medal one Boomer of Boomer was great. he yeah. was good. He loved it, <laughs> um,
0: Oh, good stuff. Um, We'll quickly touch on the next game. Sonny's... Hey, look... With Carlton dropping well, out of I said of that, at the start of the did. year, of the
1: Suns, mate, and you guys but laughed. See, at me. We did, we did laugh, bro. You guys laughed, at me. And if they beat in Melbourne mm. when they, like, McPherson had a goal in the final seconds to kick and win them, mm. that would be equal eighth.
2: Wow. Mm.
0: I'll tell you what, they're showing a lot more resilience this year, a lot more consistency in the big games. So time will tell whether they can keep up the form post buyers. But I'll tell you what, I like what I'm seeing. is kicking bags. Yeah. Anderson and Rowell in the middle. Um, I don't know if you've written down Rowell's stats there, George, but he was a monster.
2: Give us
1: the clearances, mate. Mate, I think it was 16 clearances, 23 (laughs) contested possessions. I could not believe what I was watching because this is the thing. How do you get that many clearances, that many contested possessions and still have 700 metres gained? That's what Nick Dacos gets. I think that's just – he
2: was just chucking it on the boot maybe. No, no,
1: he was just like fending off Bont, saying, Bont, go home to your family, and he's just (laughs) taking
2: it on, mate. He was insane. Does wait does meters gain count as the kick, or does running that running with the, the running? ball everything? Yes. It's just it moving right. the ball forward. But yeah, okay, you get yeah. I think
1: you get minus meters gained if you kick it backwards. Oh, I well, think there you go. I so he was so, just, yeah. he was just
2: playing with positivity. That's awesome. Yeah. I like. I, mean, it. I actually think Rouse is an underrated player. He, it's it's odd that you say that because he was in, he was the most hyped number one pick. I know he had these three years. games,
1: and then people kind of forgot about him, but yeah. then. He was yeah. coming back, but just getting clearances, yeah. but nothing else. We're just
2: calling him Buzz Lightyear and talking about the notebook <laughs> and stuff, Buzz. you know. we just He just sort of became a meme, but hey, he's a serious footballer. Yeah, he's coming on, man. Tell mm. you what, since I was in the Gold Coast, spending a bit of
0: time with him a couple of weeks ago, man's been informed. So. True, he's
2: been having some green smoothies. And, yeah, man. You know, <laughs> he, was, he was amazing,
0: man. But oh, mm. he was awesome. And look, the dogs, I guess there's no shame losing away to, Pretty close contested game. The, con- but
2: the
1: conditions were apparently it was boiling. Like Northern Territory, like the Suns are better equipped to dealing with the humid conditions, the heat, the slippery conditions. Sure. So they had the advantage there. Um, I think it's tough to go up there and play the Suns in those type of conditions. So yeah. that's, that would have affected it. I think if that was at Marvel, it would have been a different result. Mm. But they're good on uh, Gold Coast for getting the win.
0: Yeah, they did well. Um, the next game, look.
2: Actually, one, one yeah, quick, quick go thing ahead, as well. Uh, Holman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna give flowers True. to him actually. Oh, go ahead, boys. No. Give him his flowers, man. Look, he his mother passed away recently. Yeah. He got a hundred he's had a hundred games. Nick Holman used to play for Carlton. He did, man. He did. And Mick Moldhouse hated him, <laughs> man. And I always thought that Holman wasn't that bad because he'd come mm. on as a sub in the fourth mm. quarter and get like thirty, forty. Super coach points, <laughs> and
2: fair call. Which is my yeah. revenue That's not bad. He yeah, can extrapolate
1: that over the whole game. Yeah, <laughs> so <it's>, per <laughs> You know, he's gone up to the Gold Coast and he's forged a career for himself. You know, against mm-hmm. the odds a little bit. And he's not a bad. He's not a great
2: player. Not a bad player, mm-hmm. but he plays tough. Kicked two goals. Mm-hmm. Good on him. He plays with a lot of heart. Yeah, I like I like Arm um, Holman. Good on him. Yeah. Anyway, next one.
0: Some flowers for Holman. Um, look, the next one. Oh, I <laughs> actually one more thing. Sorry,
1: man,
2: <laughs> go ahead
0: please. Go one ahead. more
1: thing. What was with the umpires in that last quarter, mate?
0: I didn't see it. What happened? Oh, Can you tell me? Because I've read a bit you about would, it. You
1: would have exploded. Uh, maybe I, it's a good thing I didn't watch it. So <laughs> the one thing we didn't say is that the fact that the dogs were all over Gold Coast but could not, like their entries inside 50 were shocking. Like they could not convert. Gold Coast was way more efficient leading to the win. But in the last quarter when Gold Coast was ahead, some of the, umpire, the umpires were walking them to the goal. Like It was almost like someone had paid them off. I could not believe it. All the comments were the same. It's like like they got a fifteen meter free kick that, ridiculous. You would have you would have just literally thrown your you would have you would have killed someone. I'm getting angry just thinking <laughs> yeah, about it. You would have <laughs> been <laughs> in jail as a result. And <laughs> and then the ducking from um, Whiteman leading to one like shocking man. I could not believe. Obviously, I want Gold Coast to win. I was bewildered. Lucky it's crazy man.
0: Now that you've got me going, when I was watching the North game today, please, if anyone else saw this, let us know. Mm. Not even for either team so it's not even like a north thing it's just the umpires mics were on the volume must have been up or maybe they gave yeah. more access than usual and you hear them barking their like stand or like telling the players what to do honestly if I was a player the way these guys yell at you I don't know how they resist the, the abuse Pli- to the mate that rule but you know what sometimes when these umpires are yelling at them like mate it's not gonna matter if I stand completely still or not like I'm not gonna run at the guy I'm not gonna affect his kick like Anyway, I just found it really annoying.
2: I think part of the test of becoming an umpire is that they do like a, like an online course of snarky comments. Oh, so you know absolutely. what I mean. So they just you know, it's like make sure that you know when a player asks what was it for, just go well. Look, I saw it. and You know, they just yeah, nah they, they're very passive aggressive and weird umpires. Can't stand them. It mate. anyway.
0: Um well, thanks for letting me know, George. Yes.
2: Stop, Stop trying to take the win away from Gold Coast unfairly, you bastards. <laughs> 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 Need to give more ammo for Dean hating refs, man. That's it, a
1: weekly
0: segment. <laughs> At some point, it comes up. <laughs> yeah. um, fair enough. Well, look, it's taken a few guys to get to this next game, but we're going to finish pretty quickly. With, <laughs> yeah. with, with our blessing, please proceed. With your blessing, can we just move on? Because it was West Coast v. the Bombers. Routine yeah. win for the Bombers. Who won that one? I'm pretty sure the Bombers won. Well, um, In a pretty one. uneventful game. Uh, nothing exciting seemed to
2: have happened. No one's been talking about it. <laughs> um, no one watched it. That's no one it. watched it. I like, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Zumi. He's team one again. But yeah. like, uh, <laughs> that's, I don't know. <laughs> Aliyah <laughs> Ali, Ali
1: came back. Oh, did he? Uh, yeah, he added he some did.
2: grunt to the midfield.
1: Yeah. I um, think that, I think he was a bit of. The reason why it wasn't the margin wasn't you know six hundred points. It was only whatever it was. So I think that he added something in the midfield to give him a bit more grunt. So hopefully he gets a good
2: run at it. Yeah, Shannon Hearn got one hundred and thirty yeah, super true. coach for my draft team. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, There's a positive to come out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm just having a quick look at the stats here. Ben
0: Hobbs kicked two goals, so he's one of their high end draft picks over the last few years. Mm. Nick Martin, when we talk about most improved players, this guy just came out of nowhere last year. And he's sort of backing it he, up this he, year. He he kicked
2: five goals on debut. He did. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say he hasn't improved. He's this the same? But that's fine because he was good yeah. last year.
0: No, I'm um, talking like he just came out of nowhere last year, mm. and he's sort of the same this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, he was a he was a rookie pickup, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So he just came out of
0: nowhere. That guy. He's he's pretty good. Mm. Um, yeah, Redmond is all right as well. <laughs> We've got yeah. not much to say about this game. <laughs> yeah. Do you know um, I was going to say?
2: Speaking of uh, Most Improved, um, there was a few more. We posted a, a TikTok, Most Improved. I don't have TikTok on this phone, but um, it got a bit of buzz. And people saying, you know, Mason Wood as Most Improved. I think that's facts, man. Great shout. That is facts. Like he he went from, you know, fringe player, fringe almost listed type player to like really high-end role player. Mm. Great, great. Yeah, it's been great this day. year. Um, I can't remember what the others were. Um, someone said Josh Dacos. I can't remember. I'll, I'll, I'll get yeah, back Josh to you. Yeah, Josh Yeah, he's had a steady kind of increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mate, it's just getting noticed this year now that there's some, you know, Collingwood, more Collingwood buzz than usual. Yeah. That his um, performance is better. I, I can't remember who the other ones were, but I'll, I'll have a look. Do you have TikTok on your phone? Check I it think,
1: out. I think they, a couple of people said Zach Butters, but I don't know if Zach Butters really counts. Like he's really ascended into like elite. Mm-hmm. But the guy's been an all-Australian yeah. in his second year yeah. already. But that's that's I think it's just role change for him. Yeah. It's not so much he's improved. he's already he's... an all-Australian as a as a small forward. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, so it's just
2: now he's able to flesh it out a bit more because he's playing in the guts and he just gets more of it. I think the improved
1: player needs to be someone that like has taken their game to another level. But I, I think you got to factor in natural progression and like if you're a high draft pick, right? Like if you're Matt Rowe and now you're playing your best football, are you? most improved, like you are always going to probably get there, right? Zach butter's like really high draft pick. It's like, it's like saying, I don't know, Nick Dacos, most improved from his first year to his second, but it's Nick Dacos. So,
2: you know, what I was going to say, I love this perspective because in the NBA, and so you don't even know this in the NBA, they give the most improved player to like the dude. Who's that the number one pick or something like that. Oh, he did so well to go from here to here. Like John ja Morant won it mm. a lot. What two years ago, he shouldn't be winning it. No. He's John Moran. We know that he's this guy's meant to be the dude. I think this year maybe did Shay win it. Um I can't remember. I don't but know but who it's, won it, but he was in the conversation. Yeah. Shea maybe a bit, it makes a bit more sense. But that's that's fantastic that uh, you've uh, already But I feel I feel like most
1: people should be like Liam Jones. Like he should be like, yes. you know, a potato that turned into a superstar overnight. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You like know, we said we mentioned Jack Sinclair, like these type of players that were no names and then they have one preseason where something clicks for them and then they become the player that they've always meant to be, mm-hmm. but I don't think saying like Zach Butter's most improved. He's gotten better.
2: He's gotten way better. Mm. But he was a star from game yeah. one. Twenty-five disposals to thirty disposals is an improvement, but mm-hmm. it's not as big as the you know the Mason Wood improvement or um, I still think Asava Radaglia's improvement's huge. You know, yeah, um, yeah.
0: Both fair yeah. calls. Um, speaking of Zaki Butter's, we'll move on to the next game as well. Yeah. Port just getting the job done against the Tigers. Mate, Port is second on the ladder. They're, I can't believe that.
2: They're, they're so good, man. They're, they're, just, good. Yeah, they're, good. they're
0: just very good. I know we yeah had my North bias against them for a while, but now I'm just going to say, these guys are great, man. Yeah. They're so good.
2: Yeah. I think now that we've got like the Sheasel and Wardlaw thing from... Yeah, I forgave them last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can kind of sort of enjoy port again that's you, good know, you know what i mean like and job, I, I, I want it and i want to because there I was a time that, not me. yeah no, no, no. <laughs> the thing is there was a time where i enjoyed watching port like yeah. i liked the you know the Angus Mon for his port. Do you
0: know, what I mean? as soon as you said, I used to enjoy watching Port in my head. I was going to say Angus <laughs> Every- Monfrey's. but everyone everyone liked Port back
1: like, then. Like yeah. Twenty fourteen prelim final, yeah. yeah, everyone liked them. Back- They're right. a bit
2: of a hipster team. We just yeah. all we all loved them. Never you know? tear us Robbie apart, Robbie Gray, yeah. Jared, Jared Pollock. Tear us apart. You know, th- I love that song. You know, um, yeah, but no, nah, yeah. mate, from from the Never Tear Us Apart era to now, you know the you know uh, Butters Rosie. They've got what's his name? Ollie Lord's playing decent forward minutes, you know, when um you know the other forwards are out. Like just yeah. Uh no, they they're great, man. Yeah, I
1: mean it's another example of Port winning a close game and Richmond losing a close game. So I mean true. Uh Taranto did everything in his power to try to win this game, man. Mm. Oh man, 30 three
2: possessions, four goals as a he's, midfielder. He's got the fan footy little carry
1: Yeah, he's got his symbol on the, the atlas.
2: Sure. The atlas. That,
1: well, I mean, like I think both teams tried to kick points more so than goals. Like it was just a points first, trying to win by, <laughs> by one point each time instead of six. So not really the most mathematically smart way of going about it. But
2: yeah, I agree. I think six, tar- six is more than one.
1: Six is more than one oh. in most most occasions. But
2: Toronto at least was kicking us with the big sticks, so which is odd because he's been like you know, yeah, uh, he's uh, the, the career butcher. butcher. Yeah, he's a career butcher, the Italian butcher. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, now he's, uh, he's cleaned up a little bit, which is good. Oh, and the other thing I noted, which
1: was funny, is Nankervis gave away six free kicks. <laughs> Lysette, Lysette, seven free kicks, four. That's, that's sure. seven, zero for Lysette. Just And you man. just
0: know, like I said last week, with his <laughs> Ruck infringement rule, you just know that most of them were probably 50-50s. Uh,
1: Nankervis, different. Nankervis gives away free kicks like no one I've ever seen. Mm. He, he, he just, it's he, a hobby I think he yeah just, he just enjoys
2: it <laughs> he enjoys it it's like you know nah He's winning, free winning games of footy giving free kicks away
1: <laughs> it's typical you know. Richmond though like they you know they don't they don't always help themselves out with the free kicks man they love to give away free kicks
0: well I was mm. seeing a lot of comments on the Facebook post that's saying that Port won the game like oh easy to win when there's 23 players on the other team and just like the umpire complains. so I don't yeah. know how much of it is true but every maybe, team
1: always complain about umpires but mm.
0: It was pretty yeah. savage in the comment section, so maybe there was something in it, but <laughs> Jeez, um, I can't confirm or deny. Um, I was busy uh, not watching that game. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, well, that's important. Like I said, they're second on the ladder. If they get a home final, that's huge considering where they came from last year, which was a very disappointing year. I predicted Ken Hinkley wouldn't last it seeming like he will now so credit to him credit to them i oh know man he's resurrected um, his career he's mate. resurrected dean
2: ruled the out man
1: i know jhf's just mm.
0: come in and saved his ass so
1: That's well it. we we mentioned ken hinckley as a coach what we didn't mention Stuart jew was has been under pressure and he kind of backed it up as well so a couple of coaches kind of fighting for their life and surviving yeah so good on them
0: would be tempting for the gold coasters again with a damian hardwick Availability. Well, they,
1: that's that's why he came under pressure. Like Hardwick was linked to that. Uh, he's like, no, nah, isn't mine. But I would like to see Stewie Jew stick it out and f- get Gold Coast to the promised
2: land.
0: Alright. I would want nothing more.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> man, we we love Stewie Jew, man. We love Stewie Jew. He's a big friend of the pot. Big friend, big big friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, next mm. game. I've got a bit to say about this one. Right. Pies beat North by what was it, thirty-five points mm. in the end. Something always happens to me on Game day boys, where just the the hope kicks in, and man just thinks, you crush know it, what bro, crush
1: it, just crush it
2: <laughs> We
0: might win it. I don't you know last year we were up against them in the last quarter, maybe we can do it again. yeah I don't know and I must say, look, I'm watching this game, I'm thinking very clearly, the pies are a team who move the ball quicker than us, they're more organized in defense, and they're just more lethal in front of goals. However, I must say, I was very impressed with North's um, attitude, their intent. They were harder on the ball in my opinion. I think Collingwood was way silkier, but North was really giving 110% effort. So I can't I can't be angry with that match considering where both teams are at. Right. I actually quite enjoyed seeing guys like Eddie Ford, George Wardlaw, Shiesel, um Larky kicked five. There was a lot to like. Even guys in defense were trying their best, like Griffin Logue's starting to play some good footy. Um, you know, Zebul's doing his thing. So um, for me as a North fan, the last two weeks we haven't won, but all I ask for is just be in the game play hard and we know that if we do that we've got some serious talent on the list so uh, well done to North thank you for being watchable and I know I was going through some dark times similar to George over the last month or so but they've they've brought me back I'm enjoying the footy again
2: yeah no same here man like I think um, it's good that you gave a little synopsis of the game because I had an early work day so I fell asleep during that game so thank you that's good no worries man good to hear good to hear what
1: happened (laughs) yeah from a neutral perspective I thought that uh, North was playing pretty tough football but the game was never really in danger from Collingwood's perspective. So, Collingwood are rolling. They they don't look like losing. They still have West Coast to go as well. So, they haven't versed, they've not versed a lot of hard teams and they've beat them. So, uh, I think they'd have an easier fixture coming in. They're, they're a finding team, the Pies. Yeah.
0: And I must say, like, guys like the Gobi and the Dacos boys. Yeah, There's a lot of class, a lot of power. And we just… Couldn't keep up with it. Um, I will say, Will Phillips, twenty nine touches, which is huge from a North perspective.
2: That's probably that's the best game of his career, absolutely for sure. Yeah, yep.
0: and he's he's little, but he's tough as well. So I think mm. LDU being out, Cunnington being out in a strange way has made our midfield be forced to get more deeper. Um, obviously, Phillips coming in, Wardlaw coming in, and we're looking pretty tough around the ball. The last couple of weeks, we've wouldn't say we won the midfield battle this week, but we've competed really well. Last Greenwood, week we definitely Greenwood won was him. really good. He was a, huge. Yeah, he was yep. huge. Mm. Um, so good on North yeah please keep staying in the game so I can watch them and enjoy them Um, and well done to the Pies they had side bottom 300 games unfortunately got injured yeah you know he's
1: only missed 30 games in his 300 year career 300 300 game career 30 games out of all that yeah that's that's ridiculous consistency to Mm. only get injured on your 300th game
0: I know very unlucky Mason Cox as well 100 games and Jaden Stevenson so Three friends of the pod there celebrating some milestones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Just wondering, how old, how old is sidebottom? Someone told me he was 32. I swear that dude's like 38. <laughs> he's 32. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If you've only missed 30 games out yeah. of you you're your, your racking them up quickly. He's a 350 gamer. Yeah. And the, that's the thing. I actually thought to myself, I'm like, is it his 350? I honestly thought that. And then I said, oh, 300. I'm like, oh, impressive. But I swear he's been playing since I was like 12 years old or something. He's well, he yeah. he he been playing. Actually, probably has. He probably, probably has. He's been playing for
1: fourteen years.
2: Yeah, true. He, he would have, he would have debuted when I was in primary school. Like this dude, he's been around for years, man. It's crazy, man. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah, wild. He, did, he did. I remember
1: talking about him mm. when I was in primary school. Yeah. Now there yeah. you go. No, I was. we literal. I'm little. grown now. are <laughs> <We're grown now. laughs> Are we? Are we grown? <laughs> I'm grown now, and this guy's still playing. Uh,
0: <sighs> Credit to Steel Side Bottom. Well done. Um, And the last game, I must say, I did watch this one, cracking game, very intense. Crows got over the top of the lines. I did say last week, Crows at home is different, baby. They're built different at home. Um, Away from home, you never know what you're getting. But these guys at home, get the crowd behind them and put the lines to the sword in a game where it could have gone either way for a long time.
2: Mm. So, have you? has anyone written down our tips from last week? Because I think we got like two... Ooh. It's a round of like, upsets, man. They'll be yeah. on the screen, so I guess we'll find out. Yeah, true. I don't, I don't. Let's just let's just not have a look at it. Cause it was. It's. It's a calamity. Yeah. Like, I think most people
0: are going
1: to be like that. I think this. Yeah, but
2: yeah, no yeah, one's no, tipping Hawks. Much. No
1: one's tipping Gold Coast. No one's tipping. No, you know what? Your, just looking at it, 3-0. we w- we
0: would have tipped pies, Port, Bombers. So that's three. Okay. And then you know what? We probably got the rest wrong. Three, yeah. three. All right. I would have thought. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, you know,
2: back to the game.
0: Um. Yeah. What did you guys think? The Crows, for me showed all their best attributes when it mattered most in that game
2: yeah, oh the only thing i can really oh there's a few things to take out of the, the main thing for me
0: oh the killian mbappe celebration the mbappe celebration from Michelle. that was
2: tough man and yeah. what a goal as well man yeah. that's classy boy man soccer background boy. he's showing it <laughs> that's it man that's it nah that was that was a good little uh glue shout out to mbappe man so i like it was. that yeah, him and Rankin scored a few yeah. cracking goals.
1: Yeah, they're they're potent forwards, those guys. Still very young in their career. Yeah,
0: absolutely. I will say, though, the Lions in the third quarter, when the game was in the balance, one goal, nine, that just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. yeah. Um, they lost all confidence and momentum, even though they were, both teams were going at it in the contest. like It was a pretty physical game. Um, but when you score one goal, nine in a quarter, when you're on top, getting more inside 50s, it's it's hard to win a game away from home.
2: You would feel sick... As a Brizzy supporter, man. Like you go there, that's a big game because it would have put them second, you know, and yeah. really entrenched To win away from home, which is hard to get. Exactly. Course. Against a big team because mm. not many people are taking points from Adelaide mm. um, in Adelaide. So yeah, you'd feel you'd feel really hard done by.
0: And I think um, Brisbane of all the top four teams, I think you mentioned it a few weeks ago, George, their home form versus their away form is massive. So if they get a home prelim, they they could be well on their way to the grand final. They need to finish final.
2: top two. They need to finish top two. Well, this games
0: week. like this might come back to bite them.
2: Yeah, because I think they go down. They're on 28 points and um, Port Above them is on 32. But their percentage is better. Their percentage is better by like 10%. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, their percentage is huge. So they would have jumped up. They would have jumped them. and yeah, um.
0: Interesting. Well, look, that's what you want to see though. There were some pretty close games this week, some pretty good games. So I think overall as a neutral, you would have enjoyed it depending on who you barrack for George disagrees,
2: yeah. <laughs> um, Look, we're gonna have to be really supportive of George during this, uh, during doing you yeah, doing we should, the pod. We do. what's the um, what's the mental health? Uh, beyond
1: Blue, <laughs> yeah, beyond Blue, you <laughs> <should Yeah>. spo- <laughs> get sponsorship or something like that, maybe, true, right? Hopefully true.
0: not, but yeah. Mm. Um, I did just want to bring up boys actually, a bit more of a non football take here, but Cameron Mooney v. Tom Bell Chambers in the boxing match, very interesting. I will say, Bell Chambers had the height and range on him, so. Um, Cameron Moody was—he <laughs> wasn't really defending too well. And up, any good? Honestly, no. no okay. um, Cameron Mooney was. <laughs> did he get? Did he get knocked down? He got knocked down and not out, but he was—he
2: was dazed. Okay, so, so um, it might have been like a TKO.
0: Yeah, no fight rightfully stopped. Yeah, um, he got a good one. He did give a few to Tommy, so I mm. guess it was pretty entertaining. But um, when you're not a professional fighter and you're going up against the guy who's taller and got a longer reach. You're gonna to have to get pretty lucky to win.
2: Yeah, you know what? We're gonna give Cam Mooney his flowers for actually trying to fight a guy who's like what ten centimeters taller than him. Exactly right. That's 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 bravery. So good on him. Good on. Maybe you, stupidity, man. but regardless, you know, good on him for you know giving it a crack.
0: Absolutely, and it does lead in so pre pod. Pre-first pod, we were sort of brainstorming ideas of what segments we might do, this and that. And Matts actually had a really good one, which was who would win a fight? Yeah, th- this is so, something I've
2: been wanting to do for m- like, uh, before we even thought of doing a podcast, <laughs> I've thought about this, like who would win in a fight. So it just um, seems
0: like a natural time to bring it up. Right? Yeah, like, of
2: course. Yeah. And the one that we were talking, you know, with I thought of pre-pod was uh, Taylor Walker against Harris Andrews because they were sort of going they back were. and forth a little bit. Harris Andrews is taller. It's a like
0: longer reach, definitely.
1: Yes. But Tex...
0: Tex is a big boy though. Yeah. He's got the weight on him, I would have thought. Thoughts?
1: Man, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who would win the fight. What yeah. are the
2: rules of the just, fight? Just, it's a fight. It's right? a boxing fight. Is it oh, nah, a boxing No, well, No, nah, I don't think boxing. is just a fight. So it's like, you know, do you not watch like street fight videos on Twitter and stuff? <laughs> that's half of my so time <laughs>
0: it's me has gone from it's boxing to maybe like UFC you're
2: talking street yeah, fights yeah no I'm talking like oh we're God. on the you street got knives?
1: you got knives you got knives no no guns? no no weapons
2: Just it's one of those fights where it's just like you know come on man come on and they just rip their shirt off and start fighting I think oh. we're definitely
0: Tex outside the ring in the ring Harry Andrews that's my bet
2: fair call fair call because Tex will play dirty <laughs> he will you know, he doesn't like you know he's had shocking haircuts and facial hair but for if years there's like a referee, he doesn't mind being yeah. dirty if there's know? a
0: referee managing the dirtiness like yeah. Harry Andrews without reach
1: he's yeah. got all day, you know. yeah, all day long. Fair enough. Um, I've Maybe. been watching John Wick all weekend, so
2: I don't know. I think John Wick would win. <laughs> fair, there we go. Fair sure. enough, man. Shout out, shout out, John Wick. Shout out John Wick. Um, another thing that I've thought about, right? I've, I thought I'd ask you guys. I didn't tell you guys about this pre pod, so it's going to be a bit of a surprise. Um, I want, I want, I just want first reactions for this, right? Okay. Who would you take? And I've got a few different players here, right? Sicily versus Tom Stewart. That's a very
0: good question. I'd take Tom Stewart. I'd take
2: Tom Stewart. I'd be going Sicily, personally. But that's just, I just love James Sicily. So it's hard to.
0: I love them both.
2: Yeah. But, but
0: my justification there is I think Stewart has a bit more leg speed. And maybe oh, they're probably pretty equal kicks. Maybe Sicily's a more impressive kick, come to think I reckon effort. he is. He's got, yeah.
1: a, he's got a more penetrating kick. Yeah. But I think Tom Stewart is the better intercept defender. Mm.
2: yeah fair call alright next one Butters or Nick Dacos Butters Nick Dacos (laughs) you gotta take Dacos Dacos is better but I I just like Butters I had to to throw that in because I just wanted to see what Georgie would do definitely Dacos here's an interesting one right because this is this is probably the top two midfielders in the comp Bont Oliver that's a
0: very good question I think I'll go Clary Look, Ooh.
1: I would go Bont because of like the leadership captain side. I think Oliver's a better. M-
2: oh, is he a better midfielder than Bont? Bont's been insane this year? I reckon Clary's probably the better inside mid, but Bont has the kicking and the goal Dude, is scoring. He, is he even a better inside mid? Like
1: maybe Bont. Yeah, hey, maybe Bont is better. But know. Bont is the best midfielder in the comp at the moment, right? You can't really lose. But I'd say Bont. He's the captain. He can go forward. He's being played
2: midfield this year and, and really showing what he can do. he's well, better? <laughs> I've I've got a few of these, not gonna lie. But like, here's another one. Oliver again, but versus his teammate, Petrarca. Ooh. It depends what what it depends what
1: your team needs, because they're they are different players. No, we're just going not about team needs, just player versus
2: player. That's all. I think Petrarca is better. I, I prefer to watch Petrarca. Yeah. yeah. I think watching Petrarca, honest. but I think it's he has a similar inside game to Oliver, but he has the class. Just it's it's a level above. Yeah. Um all right, next one. Here's a bit of a lesser a lower tier of player, but Coszy Pickett or Isaac Rankin.
1: Rankin. Yeah, oh,
2: it's so tough, man. Yeah, I, I thought so as well, man, because Coszy's such a live wire yeah. running up the, like he does I feel like he does more than just score goals. I,
1: I I'm gonna go Coszy.
2: There we go. There They're we go. both
1: incredible. So mm. right,
2: here we go. Charlie Kerno. Jezza, Cameron, Kerner, younger. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. I agree. But Cameron is
0: if I was starting a team right now, I'd take Kerno.
2: Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, I think Kerno clearly. All right. Um Jordan Dawson versus Jack Sinclair. J D. Yeah, I'd go J D. This is a good man. Yeah, Cause no, because I, I, <laughs> I, they're kind of life, they're like both half back midfielders. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, these ones when I when I was writing this up, I'm like, man, this is gold, man. These, these, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on to some. Um, all right, here's another one: Chad Warner versus Andrew Brayshaw. Chad, Chad, fair enough. Probably a bit more um, just explosive of an athlete. Yeah. So I'd enough. go Andrew Brayshaw. Andrew, ooh, there we go. Thoughts?
0: Well, I think he's tougher, mm. and he's a better leader. No, nah, he's fair probably a better leader. Fair
2: enough. He looks like he has a bit more of a mature look to him. You know the the brown hair it's yeah. not as um flowy he's and, got you know, a jewelry warner, construction as well yeah true true he's it's been little, through some some shit
0: A little bit of flat track bully <laughs> vibes with chad warner he's still I
2: mean. he's younger than than uh, a couple of years younger. See, here's a here's an interesting one because it's a very contrast contrasting style of rockman darcy versus english i think you go noodle the noodles oh. just is more versatile fair enough but yeah, he does
1: english for me and probably, yeah. well I can't not necessarily less injury prone because they're both injury prone
2: but you yeah, had to go the noodle I got two more lead versus Zach Merritt Rory led uh Merit. fair enough see they they're just it's like what do you want more the yeah. the inside in an under guy or do you want the class on the outside
1: uh, Led lead is such an understated like Play so underrated, it's unbelievable, but yeah, you just said Merritt was better, so well, I I (laughs) think that Merritt is um, maybe a more complete player, Mm. but
2: Led's ability to win the ball in the inside is insane, yeah, fair enough. All right, last one Luke Davies Uniac versus Tom Green from GWS LDU for me, fair, and I'm
0: trying not to be biased,
2: yeah, it's a a hard one. That one's to me, I'm like. Oh, when he's up and about, LDU probably has, has a higher ceiling. Belt. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Mm. Now there we go. Ah, right, there we go. That was that was the last one, boys. Fantastic. No, you you, you did well in keeping him pretty even. Like this it wasn't a really clear one. The Butters and Dacos one. Yeah, that's clear. In in saying that Butters is in such good form, you could say he's like top five players in the comp right now. Mm-hmm. So, so
1: he might be the number one. I think after this round, he's going to be the highest coaches' vote player.
2: Oh, there you go. So, so
0: mm, yeah, yeah, there we go. Love it, Mata. Look forward to the, maybe doing that again next week or in a couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to make more of those. Sounds
0: good, man. All right. Now, this week, boys, we have round 12, which is the first of the bye rounds, actually. So, mm-hmm. Brisbane, Frio, the Saints and the Swans are not playing. Okay. So, we'll go through the games that are on. Friday night, would you believe it? Carlton's back on a Friday night. <laughs> Another game, George. I'm just here
1: to ruin my weekend, man. The other thing
0: is, we're starting it on, on the wrong foot for George. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. Would you rather lose on a Friday night and just get over it over the weekend or have not have that disappointment riding into the weekend and lose on a Sunday? Because you are losing this game, for sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, reckon you'd ra- I reckon you'd rather lose on the Sunday so at least you can enjoy the rest of the footy week. No, nah, because then there's the anticipation that you're going to lose. Maybe it's better. <laughs> you know, you like, do you rip off the band-aid or do you let the band-aid just sit there? Yeah, or do you go... You go <coughs> yeah. <maybe laughs> or do you just go... And I'm you I'm know, hairy,
1: man, <laughs> so you gotta
2: rip it off. Same bro, nah you just gotta go. You oh cannot. man.
0: Uh, look, I hope that Carlton does respond at some point, but Melbourne also just lost the game, so you wouldn't have thought they'd lose two in a row.
2: Yeah, they, they need to respond, Melbourne. They've so. Lost two in a row, mate.
0: Already? Yeah. Not three then. Yeah, nah, Surely nah, not. Surely three. not three. Sure, nah, nah. Yeah. Right, nah, Melbourne's Melbourne, Melbourne that. is, yeah. Um George. Just move on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what right. do you say, George? No, <laughs> just move on Just move on oh, Fair enough um, So on Saturday We have Port hosting Hawks I think As impressive as the Hawks are Port
2: Yeah, Port for me yeah, as well port.
0: Have to just get that done The Eagles are hosting the Pies
2: Can you ask me if I if <laughs> No I thought nah, you were retiring again, least, again Nah, right. look At least Can I at least end it on an actual win? Alright Matzo Can the <laughs> Eagles beat the Pies? N-A-W Nah no, They're not <laughs> They are not beating the Pies and I'm going to get this one right because I'm sick of getting them wrong. Soak it in, everyone. That was your last NAW. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we're going to retire with with a bang, I think. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. Shout out to Kevin Garnett.
0: (laughs) All good. And then we have the Doggies hosting the Cats at Marvel.
1: Dogs, I think.
0: Are the Cats expecting anyone back this week?
2: Uh, Danger might be back. They lost Radicalia now. Oh, yeah. And against that sort of... Big forward line. The that they have. Norden, yeah, after Norton, Norton lob. Yeah, it's gonna make it tough.
0: Four losses in a row. That would be for the Cats. I don't know if I can. They're
2: done, man. It's, it's against. It's against one of the most informed teams, apart from the loss against Gold yeah, Coast. And, and Marvel, and Marvel as well. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm with Georgie. I'm going with doggies. I'll go Cats. The next one's interesting.
0: <laughs> What's funny about that? I don't, I
2: don't know. I don't know either. I don't think it was that funny. They're not winning that, bro. <laughs> They're not winning that. Dean's just doing the. You know, if you know, if I say Geelong. Then, you no, know, I could second. be like,
0: oh, well, if we're... T- <laughs> no, you know? I'm actually not. Bro, they're All just lost the th- Giants at home. And I'm saying they're going to respond. Uh, no, The reigning not. premiers
2: losing four in a row, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I know, but the reigning premiers are old, bro. Yeah, no. They're retirement, home, man. You know, it's get the bus back out, you know. Yeah. <laughs>
3: hey, look.
0: It's my tip. I'll do what I want with it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it doesn't <laughs> count anyway, bro. It doesn't count. Fair enough. Well, how about the next one then? Suns hosting the Crows.
2: That's hard, man. That's so hard. Crows man. away from home. Yeah, let's different. go Suns, man. They're on a roll. Let's go Suns. Yeah, they're on hey, a I'm roll. I'm happy with that, man. Let's do sunnies. Suns, baby. Chuck them Sunnies on.
0: All right, the Giants hosting the Tigers in the Toronto Hopper Cup. Hoppers out though. So.
1: Oh, uh, is he? Yeah, no, nah, he. Oh, probably.
2: Is Josh Kelly back on now? Nah, he's got another two, three weeks So, I traded him for my team because he's out for like a month. I uh, like the Giants. Yeah, I'm. I'm happy with the home team as well.
0: I'll go Giants as well. Mm, cool. And
2: then we end the round with the Bombers hosting North at Marvel. I, I, I it's so hard to say. It's so so hard to say yes for me.
0: I would love to be them. They've had our number over the last couple of years. Like most teams have, we've been poor, but they've they've really bullied us. Can the last you few say years. Bombers?
2: So then I don't have to say. It? No. <laughs> I want the tip as well but <laughs> Bruh, the Bombers man come on uh, yeah, one George you th- know we get one override George is going to override both of our North no nah, you know what I'll go Bombers done I'm going go with bombers. North
0: but I will say this if North Melbourne stays in the game again I'll be happy that's what I want to see as a bare minimum mm. because like I said the Bombers have beat up on us over the last few years like embarrassing losses so mm. make it competitive Maybe the bombers get really inaccurate and keep us in the game, and something can happen. I won't rule it out. I think we've been playing well enough lately that maybe a win's on the horizon if we can keep it up. But I don't think they're going to
1: smash her, But I think yeah, you got to tip them man. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a fair tip.
2: Yeah. And that's that's it's weird that uh, we're done with tips, man. There's only there's only like six games or something. I know. Oh, Should oh, we do seven. like
0: a really quick? Um, like touching based on the teams that are having the buy, So, we'd say the lines so far this year are a pass. Like, they're sort of mm. meeting their expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dockers have just crept in the eight. So, I think their trajectory is oh, yeah. looking mm. pretty good. Um, maybe they would have obviously liked to be matching what they were doing last year, which was mm. a bit better at this time of year. But good on them. And the Saints, ahead of schedule.
2: Yeah. They've kind of done the anti-Ferreau. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Well, since Ferreau started playing well, St. Kilda have sort of… <laughs> starting to drop off, but yeah, still you'd be happy as a Saints fan yeah. where the Saints are It's out. funny listening to Ross Lyon's press conference. He's like, are we good?
1: Are we bad? I don't really know. I guess we'll, <laughs> just, we'll just take a break and come back and see what happens. Like, yeah. How does this guy get away with saying that stuff? Uh, Media loves him. Um
2: Actually,
0: can we quickly maybe just give a grade for each of these teams? So Brisbane, what would you give them so far this season? All right, let's have a look. They can, are third...
2: Third... Percentage one hundred twenty-four. Give them an A, A minus A- maybe. I'll go A minus as well. Yeah, I just think the maybe it's just because of the the last game that they should have just won against Adelaide. Okay. It's like that. Then there would have been an A because they'd be you know top two.
0: Yeah, fair enough. What about Frio?
2: Frio A C maybe. C is in like a pass yeah I'm going to say C plus purely because they've started to play well and you can see that the trajectory is, is onwards and upwards but to this point of the season you would have hoped they would have been more entrenched into the top 8 yeah.
0: I think if you're in the 8 I'll give them a B minus mm. I think rough start but they're playing really well lately Yeah, Saints I'll jump in first with this one I'll give them an A
1: yeah straight up yeah fair enough no I'll give them a B because
2: oh. are they in the 8 at the moment the fifth, bro. Yeah, the fifth. No, the fifth. That's a yeah. That's I'm. I'm what equal know. points or? Yeah, they're. Uh, I guess they're. They're literally only one win out of the eight, but that's only only one team. Frio can. No, they can't even jump them because the percentage is better. Nah, that's an eight. Saint I thought Saint Kilda were going to be bottom four this year. Yeah, this is, it's, a it's big an plus. A. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Swans. Oh,
1: they've been shocked. That's a, That's deep deep d- plus. What's a Z? Give me a Z. I'll give them an F,
0: to be honest. F.
1: Wow. They're out of the eight. Yeah, fair call. They're in the grand fair no, and not only that, they shouldn't have won last week. Exactly. Like against North. Carlton yeah. or whatever. But you know they're not... Considering that we're in the... You know, we would have thought them as potential winners of the flag this year. Yeah. yeah so, nah, fair call. Fair call.
0: There you have it. I think that wraps us up for today, boys. Unless you had any other surprises... Well, actually,
2: nah, nah, I'm done. (laughs)
0: All good. Well, thanks everyone for watching and listening. I think we had a bit of fun on today's pod, covered quite a few topics. So Mm -hmm. please hit the subscribe button All the socials on the screen as well. But uh, otherwise, we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks for
1: watching. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye.